0: Hey guys, Sean Zermon, comic. How are ya? What's happening? Are you watching films? Oh yeah, I am. I watched this film that I meant to watch about 20 years ago. Uh, it's called Ransom. Have you heard of this film? Oh, it's exciting, I tell ya. I mean, my friends are saying, oh, you might want to catch that one. It's got Mel Gibson uh, starring before he uh, turned a bit evil. Do you remember what he said and he started saying nasty things? Well, this is pre-that. Uh, and uh, he plays quite a, a straight-laced character, which I wasn't prepared for. I didn't realise Mel Gibson had, you know, range. I, I like him as like a violent psychotic, like Mad Max or, you know, Lethal Weapon. Oh, you're getting excited. I remember the Mad Max feud. Oh God. Whereas this one, he plays like an a airline magnet. Is that, what, is that what it's called, a magnet? Because, like, to me, a magnet is something that you stick, you know, with another magnet, you stick together, you have hours of fun. Remember the good old days? Before smartphones, you'd have, like, a little magnet. <laughs> then you'd move it, You'd get the negative point and it'd move away, wouldn't it? And then you get the positive bit and it'd come towards you and you'd be like, oh, what a great day I'm having. That was 24 hours worth of entertainment. All day and night, magnets. But anyway... He's a different type of magnate, he, what he does is he, he, he owns an airline, but like Branson, you know, he's a millionaire, right, and he starts off, he's got like a beautiful wife, Rene Russo, any, any fans, I love Rene Russo, right, uh, and he's got like a kid, he's a cute kid, he, and the kid's running around, and it's uh, dramatic music, you know something's gonna happen to the kid, you put two and two together, the film's called Ransom, is the kid gonna get kidnapped? Oh here we go, let's start some spoilers baby. So guess what? He does get kidnapped, oh my god, oh no. And then Mel Gibson, he sent this really scary voicemail. No, it's not a voicemail, it's a telephone call. And the telephone call goes oh you gotta give me two million pounds and I'm gonna kill your kid, right? And uh the the boss guy is really evil, you know. Oh never seen so some someone so evil like his plan is to get the money, spoilers, uh, and then kill the kid. And it's never clarified why they want to kill the kid, because like they could just take the money and then drop him off. But and they've salad taped his eyes. And like Donny Wahlberg, do you remember the new kids on the block? course you do. Oh 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 oh. Right stuff. Well, he's not doing the right stuff now. I tell you that he's involved in a gang of uh, criminals. That kidnap kids of, like, millionaires. It's not clarified if he's a millionaire or a billionaire. It's made in 96, I think, this film. So I'm guessing he's a multi-millionaire. But they only ask for £2 million, which is a bit weird. I mean, if he's a multi-millionaire and you steal his kid, I mean, surely he'd ask for £10 million. And then, I think that during the plot, it's kind of clarified that, you know, for him to take £2 million out, it might, it might not raise much... Uh, concern from the bank managers, you know, they'd ask you awkward questions, why are you taking out so much money? Has your kid been kidnapped? And he'd have to say, No, he has not. I need to buy a really expensive turnip. And they go, Yep, that's that'll do. Uh yeah. So uh, all the way through the film uh, he's looking worried Mel Gibson and it's it's not really clarified you know you're thinking hang on he's a multimillionaire why didn't he just pay him off for Mel Gibson because he is Mel Gibson he decides no I'm not going to pay him, because what's to stop him killing the kid, and they go, yeah, but you're going to, so he's got the FBI guys, they're useless as, you know, you can't trust the government, anyone a fan of trusting the government, I'm not, it's a bunch of liars, and they were, anyway, they sent some FBI guys, and they're useless as usual, and they go to him, look, pay him off, and then they'll drop the kid off, and he goes, no, I'm not doing that, and they go, why not, and it's never clarified, I'll have to watch the film again, I- he goes, no, uh, I'm a negotiator, I'm a businessman, I know what their game is, they're going to plan to kill the kid. So anyway, Donnie Wahlberg's Then he's he's a really sensitive criminal, he's a sensitive kidnapper. Can you believe it? A sensitive kidnapper, and he, he's feeding the kid, and he's playing some nice music to him, and he's feeding him, and he goes, don't worry, I'm going to let you loose, baby, don't worry, and like that. But you don't believe him anyway. So anyway, you got, you, the film prattles on, it's a bit too long, it's about two and a half hours. But I recorded it off uh, Channel Four. Did I tell you? I switched my digi box on. Don't know if you've got. Guys have got digi box. I'm living la vida loca. You know, I've got a digi box, and uh, you can record films, obviously, off. Like the terrestrial channels with the adverts. So it was really odd because I was watching the film and then the adverts. I always forward them, but I thought watch watching them. And they had scenes of people like, you know, oh, you're going on holiday. You know, it was recorded a long time ago. You're going on holiday. Oh, yeah, you know, the festival, this and that. And I was thinking, oh, what a great world we lived in. But now we don't live in a great It's like a time capsule, isn't it? Oh, let's have a look. What else we got? Yeah. Yeah, So uh, here's a spoiler for you, there's a cop leading the gang of criminals, now I was thinking about this right, and this cop, I mean what kind of plan is that, to get like a criminal gang to steal off uh, a businessman, like how's he going to get away with it, he's not going to get away with it, because like, you know once he like disappears with the money well they ask like, oh, where's he gone? They're like, oh yeah, came mi- he came into two million pound. You mean the two he came into two million pounds, just as that guy like paid off the guys with two million pound. And he does like this long speech about Morlocks as well. While he's talking to Mel Gibson in his car, you know, they're supposed to be getting the kid. And he's saying things about like, Oh yeah, you're rich so you deserve to suffer uh, I don't really go with that, you know. I mean, guys Richie worked hard. You know, the video at the beginning, he's wearing a cowboy hat, he's grinning at the camera like an idiot, is going, ah, I'm a businessman. I mean, what's to stop the, uh, you know, the copper becoming a business magnet himself? Huh? Rather than be lazy and try to get money. I mean, two million pounds, what's he going to do with it? Stick it up his bottom? Nasty piece of work he was. Yeah, never clarify. Also, right, if the copper was having financial trouble, right? Why well, Why didn't he just move into a shed? You know, you can't move into a shed. I mean, how much is a shed nowadays? £100, £200? Ask around your precinct. That's what they have in America, precincts, don't they? Ask around, say, hey, mate, have you got a shed? I'll give you, like, £100, $100. You know, I'll do some work around the house. I can live in the shed. That'd stop him having to actually, you know, go against the whole reason he turned into a cop in the first place i would have hoped that he turned into a policeman to you know save the public but this guy no he, he's he's like a real nasty mean guy and uh, it doesn't really work out for himself but yeah you know maybe he needed some advice from his captain he should have said, you know maybe he could have done some overtime rather than kidnapping the, forming a criminal gang and uh, there's a bit where Mel Gibson, he gets, he, he he does eventually turn into Mel Gibson towards the end, and he's had enough, and he goes, "Look, I ain't gonna pay you a penny." He puts the money on the table, and he goes, "Look, I'm putting a ransom on you. I'm putting a ransom of two million pound on you." And I thought, "Whoa, that's a bully, you know, ballsy move, isn't he?" But the criminal gang, who are, if you remember, a bunch of criminals, they don't turn on him for some reason. I don't know. Like he's sleeping with the uh, one of the one of them. And she's like, ah, yeah, you know, it's all right. Then he raises the stakes to four million pounds. Dollars. Right? And they still don't turn on him? Come on, man. What kind of criminals are you? The whole point of you... And then they they all felt sorry for the kid except for the nasty copper. So they could have, like, got the money. And then, like... Give the kid back and then they would have locked up the cop, but it didn't really turn, didn't really turn out that way. Watch the movie though see what you think oh if you like these podcasts and you want me to keep going uh you know you can become a patron on this patreon p a t r e o n forward slash forward slash Sharks Zaman comic, and I, I I could get more equipment then. You'll get special effects and music, would you like that? <laughs> Just log into the Patreon website and you can see what I've been up to. I've got lots of like the Sharks of man's and all that stuff. Be nice, you know, to get like a bit of like feedback off here. Yeah, what film do you want me to review next? Oh, I love films, I don't know much about them, but you know, you've read this review, it's, inter- it's interesting. No? I think it was, you know, the, you got the Branson, oh God, Mel Gibson. Oh, he, he gets into some fisticuffs at the end, I tell you that. <laughs> Alright, that's me clocking off. That's been Shams the Man comic. <laughs> oh, you can log into my YouTube channel as well, if I haven't banged on about it enough already. Shams the Man comic on YouTube. I've got lots of Sharks of Man's on there. Paranormal Investigator. Oh, it's uh, it's interesting. I think you might like it. Alright, then bye guys. Bye.